Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Happy Friday, Edwin. Happy Friday, Andrew. And to all of our Text Talk listeners, happy Friday to you. February 3, the year of our 2023. Yep. That's what I got. Psalm 75. Yeah. Let's wrap up this week. It, it is the what, Friday. I know. I was going to say. And so what we want to do is remind everybody, you know what? Actually, actually, I think several people listen to this might be heading our way. Actually, that's true. You know, there's a there's a local uh, liberal arts college here nearby us in Temple Terrace, Florida, and they have a Bible study lectureship annually. Starting and on Monday night. Yeah. So people will be coming in this weekend. If you're listening to Text Talk, if you're loving it, if you'd like to hang out with us because we'd love to meet you, come by the Livingston Congregation Sunday. Come out and worship with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to have our morning assembly at 10, our evening assembly at 5. Mm-hmm. Going to have some uh, some preaching and some worship and some... And buddy, we're, we're going to be preaching. Come. In fact, it's going to be this Sunday morning. Edwin's going to be preaching that yeah. morning. And at 5 o'clock, you're going to be doing I'm it. I'm preaching that night. That's right. Yeah, we're excited about that. So come see us if you're coming in the area. Even if you aren't coming to those lectures, hop in a plane, come down here tomorrow, and yes. be here with all of us on Sunday as we we're worshiping to. God. We'd love to see you. Psalm 75, let's wrap up this week. For the choir director, set to Al-Tasheth, a psalm of Asaph, a song. I guess Al-Tasheth means do not destroy <laughs> We give thanks to you, O God. We give thanks for your name is near. Men declare your wondrous works. When I select an appointed time, it is I who judge with equity. The earth and all who dwell in it melt. It is I who have firmly set its pillars. I said to the boastful, do not boast. And said to the wicked, do not lift up the horn. Do not lift up your horn on high. Do not speak with insolent pride. For not from the east, nor from the west, nor from the desert comes exaltation. But God is the judge. He puts down one and exalts another. For a cup is in the hand of the Lord, and the wine foams. It is well mixed, and he pours out of this. Surely all the wicked of the earth must drain and drink down its dregs. But as for me, I will declare it forever. I will sing praises to the God of Jacob, and all the horns of the wicked he will cut off, but the horns of the righteous will be lifted up. So uh, we spent a couple of uh, conversations talking about various Bible translations and stuff, right, Mm -hmm. in that theory. Um, And... Man, I hate, I hate, I feel like for just a minute here, I feel like maybe we've missed the forest for the trees just a little bit. Okay, all Because right. it occurs to me for all of our conversation, particularly about the rendering of verse five and that idiom of the stiff neck. Mm-hmm. And I know it's the New American Standard did it. Insolent pride. Insolent pride. The mm-hmm. CSB, I think it was arrogance or something like that. Arrogantly, yeah. And we're talking about what that means, what that means. And it just hit me. So... So what's God telling me there? <laughs> good point. He good point. Does not like pride. You're good. Okay. Pride will will bring the judgment of God. Yeah. Do not be proud before God. And we've been talking, you know, six ways from Sunday. Now, how do you say that? And how would you say that? I'm like, <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm supposed to learn to be humble and humble myself where God will humble me. That is a really, really good point. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you for that. You know, maybe we should just wrap up and just move on. <laughs> maybe we should just pray. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> okay, good point. But speaking of translations, <laughs> so I do just want to point out, you know what? I 
I love the New American Standard. I used it as my main Bible for a long time. And I know it's a lot of the New American Standard guys that are all, you need to be more literal. You don't, don't be changing things. I'll just point out that in verse 10 in the New American Standard, all the horns of the wicked, he will cut off, but the horns of the righteous will be lifted up. So they got to a place where it's like, huh, that doesn't quite make sense to go back to I. Probably this is what's meant. And so they made a choice. <laughs> and again, so all of them have to do it. All of yeah. all the translations have to do that. So again, let's let's not be judgy. But 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 yeah, you're right. Let's not miss the forest for the trees. It actually doesn't matter which of these translations we look at. They all pointed out. Edwin, you need to quit being so pompous and arrogant. And so, uh, yeah, amen. So, yes, thank so, you for that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad you were here to read that today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need it. I need it. And, and I need it too. So, but I tell you what, I, I think there's a little bit of a segue here in highlighting look, this is what incurs the judgment of God. In part, it's not the only thing talked about here, but certainly the pride in them and the pride of the wicked. And we got to talk about judgment. You know, on, on Fridays, we, we look for Christ in these Psalms. We find Jesus in the Psalms. And uh, judgment is something not only that the Lord ultimately is entrusted to execute. There's passages about that. But, you know, you made a great observation, Edwin. He experienced judgment. And that's a big, big deal. When Yeah. So for me, and, I, and we've, we've already said enough when the mics were off to, to realize that I think you and I kind of came at this from different directions, but yeah. I think both of them really good points in, in finding Jesus. So for me, as I heard this psalmist talk about and God in this psalm saying at the right time, at the set time, at the appointed time, I remembered what Paul says about God as at the right time. Christ died for the ungodly at the appointed time. Christ died and he reconciled us. And the, the, the real picture there is that Jesus was himself experiencing judgment. So mm-hmm. Isaiah chapter 53, mm-hmm. we see all throughout Isaiah 53 as, as it, as it talks about the fact that he bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. He was pierced for our transgressions and crushed for our iniquities. He took the chastisement that brought us peace. He was taken away by oppression and judgment. And and specifically in Isaiah 53, it was the Lord's will. It was Yahweh's will that this happened. Right. This was this was this was the the Lamb of God experiencing judgment mm. in in my stead. Um, in Romans, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, and to that, we highlighted in one of our conversations in verse eight that the picture of judgment is the cup, Ooh. the cup of the wine being poured out, and they have to drink it all, and even to the dregs. And I recall that when uh, the disciples, it was particularly James and John, they were seeking the Lord, make us to sit at your right hand and at your left when you come into your kingdom, when you're on the throne. And he asked them, are you willing to drink the cup that I must drink? And uh, of course they say, oh yes, yes, we will drink it, we'll drink it. But I mean, it is the cup of bitterness, it is the cup of judgment from the Lord, and he had to drink it all. And in Gethsemane, when he prayed, let this cup Cup. pass from me, Mm -hmm. it is that cup of judgment, that cup of the Lord's wrath, and he drank it. Yes, he he drank drank that. And so we we find that exact same thing here. I know in Romans chapter 8, verses 3 and 4, 
Uh, Here's what Paul says there. For God has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. And for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Mm. Now, Andrew, a lot of people look at that verse and when they hear about the righteous requirement of the law being fulfilled in us, what they think is being said is that Jesus perfectly kept God's law. Right. And because of his sacrifice, now that perfect keeping of the law is attributed to us. Mm-hmm. That I do not believe that's what he's saying. Paul has actually already set the stage in Romans chapter 1 and verse 32, explaining what the righteous requirement of the law is. Though they know God's righteous decree, righteous. what is the righteous decree? Mm-hmm. That those who practice such things deserve to die. They not only do them, but give approval to those who practice them. Mm -hmm. What is the righteous decree in Romans? What is the righteous Mm -hmm. requirement of the law? Sin leads to death. Yeah, to die for it. Jesus did not sin, Mm -hmm. but he died. And for we who walk by the Spirit instead of the flesh... That's that death that gets attributed to us. Not not his perfect life made that death powerful, but it's not his perfect life attributed to yeah. us. It's his death attributed to yes. us, and we have all died. And in Christ, we have all died. Yes, and that's that's a powerful thing. So well, I see Jesus an, being and, judged, and you see the connection there. Also, when when do we have the identification with his death in Romans six verses three and four? Yeah. This is when we're baptized and die with him in baptism. And die with him in baptism. And so it is so important. In fact, it is essential to salvation that we be baptized into Christ, baptized for the forgiveness of our sins. To die with him. That's right. Identify yeah. with that death, the righteous requirement of the law for sin. Yeah. So so for me, when I saw Jesus in this psalm, it was through the fact that Jesus took judgment mm-hmm. at the appropriate time. And I think judgment stood out to you as well. I mean, how could it not in this psalm? But it actually took you in a different direction. Well, it did because I, I, I see here the words of the Lord in, in his response to the psalmist's query. And uh, we've talked about when is, uh, you know, the Lord speaking in that voice, but um, at the proper time, he will. And I took it to see Christ, who is ultimately the judge, Mm. that when we come into the New Testament, we find that um, the Lord God, the Father God, he has entrusted judgment to be executed by the Son. And so when we think about who is the one coming to judge the wicked, it actually will be Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior, uh, that he will save those who are his at his appearing, but it will be judgment and even eternal judgment upon all at his appearing. In the Gospel of John in the sixth chapter, John 6 and verse 22, Jesus said, For the Father judges no one, but has committed all judgment to the Son, that all should honor the Son just as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. And it goes on to talk even more about when this judgment shall be at the last day at the great resurrection. In John chapter 6 and verse 26, for as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son to have life in in himself and has given him authority to execute judgment also because he is the son of man do not marvel at this for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come forth those who have done good to the resurrection of life those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation and so here is uh judgment executed by 
Christ, that he will call them all forth in the great resurrection, but some will know heaven, eternal life, some will know hell, and separation from God for eternity. Mm. So everyone experiences resurrection. I believe so. Everyone experiences resurrection. For those who are in Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. there is a resurrection to life. The, the, The life that has been provided for us by the death of Jesus, by his Holy Spirit, by God, through his word, that continues on. So this this body dies, it gets buried, but in the end, it is resurrected, mm-hmm. and, there, it, and it's resurrected to life. Yes. And so it's, it's interesting because in some passages, you kind of look at it, and it looks like only the ones who are in Christ get resurrected, but Jesus here explains, well, there is also a resurrection of the damned. Right. There is a resurrection, and it's not zombieishness. It's nope. not the walking dead. It is a resurrection to experience judgment. Mm-hmm. And man, what what an awful, terrible thing to be called forth from the grave in order to experience judgment. Yeah. In order to experience punishment. Uh, listen, I remember one time watching this video by Pendulette. I actually think we brought it up before on Text Talk. Where, you know, he's an atheist. He's a magician. He's actually kind of militant about it. But one night somebody gave him a Bible and he just was just he was just talking about, you know, it was actually he, he tends to think we Christians are just terrible, awful people. Yeah. Okay. And he said, but you know what, this this was actually a pleasant thing. This guy wanted to give him a Bible. And here's what he said about it. He said, you know, the reality is if you believe that there is life There is an eternal, abundant life, Mm -hmm. and there's a way to get it, and I'm not on that way, then why wouldn't you tell me about it? Yeah. And he said, so so he was he was really excited about this one fellow who he felt like did it in a very positive, yeah, you know, a a good way. And yes, we need to consider, let's not be jerks about it. But man, look, this is it. There's a resurrection to life, and there's a resurrection resurrection to judgment. And some people are on the road where the 18-wheeler is barreling down on them. And, you know, the fact is, if you were about to get hit by a car, I should holler at you. Yeah. I should, I, I should, I should jump up and grab you, even if it's socially awkward. Yeah. Or, you know, and, and I think, boy, let's remember, that is that is what's going on. That's where we're going. And Jesus is the judge. So there was an appointed time, a fullness of time in God's plan for Christ to come, to die, to be resurrected. Um, but, uh, of course the people of God weren't told exactly that date when he should arrive. And I, I think likewise, there is that ambiguity. Well, when is he returning? When is this final judgment and this final resurrection? But I think we have to trust just as we learn in Psalm 75, well, it, it is at his proper time at the right time. It'll be It'll at happen. the right time. It'll yeah. be at the right time. Yeah. Let's wrap up this week. You want to go ahead and lead us in a prayer? I'd be glad to. Our great God and Father, help us to trust your time. Uh, We want to thank you that you've given us today, and we pray that we might redeem this time and make the most of it uh, to do good and to share love and to praise you and rejoice in you and make your mighty works known to others, even share the gospel with others. Wonderful things to do with today. And help us, Father, to understand that it may be tomorrow is your appointed time for an end of days, for a judgment, for resurrection, and, and the glorious things that you have promised in store for your people. Help us, Father, to live in light of that. Lord, if we have been stubborn, if we have been stiff-necked, if we've been doing our own thing, then, then Lord, thank you for today. 
Help us to use it to confess that to you, to repent of you, to walk humbly with you again. Father, please keep us until that day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.